Hello, hello, and welcome to my tennis journey. As you're listening today, it'd be amazing if you could hit subscribe or follow if you haven't had a chance. Now, today we are starting our celebration of an event that I absolutely love. I think its official title is LTA County Cup, but around here we call it County Week. County Week is an annual event. It was cancelled last year because of, of COVID, but it's actually returning for its 125th staging. Um, it really is one of the original tennis events. It was uh, first staged for the men in 1895, the women in 1899. It sees counties split into seven men's divisions and seven women's divisions and counties battle it out to try and reach division one, which is staged at Eastbourne on the grass and which is like the Premier League of the competition, where the counties who make division one battle it out to be crowned county champions. The tennis played across the divisions is amazing. And at Division One level, it really is outstanding. Over the years, I've really uh, followed Men's County Cup and, and some incredible players have been taking part. Players like Dan Evans, Joe Salisbury, Andy Murray, Jamie Murray. They've all played for their county in County Week. Now, the event runs over five days. Each match consists of three pairs who each play three matches a day. So a player can play 15 three-set matches over a five-day period. Just think about that for a minute. 15 three-set matches. Now, a, a few years ago, in, in a real good attempt to promote County Week, the LTA launched the 15 out of 15 club for players who have managed to do the amazing feat of winning 15 out of 15 matches on a single county week. There's a role of honour for the 1515 club on the LTA website. And I was looking through it and I noticed that one player was listed as having completed a hat trick of 15 out of 15s. The role of honour says he managed it in 1993, 1991 and 1989. Now doing it once in my book makes a player a county week legend, but doing it more than once, well, as Chris Kamara might say, that's unbelievable. Now, I'm delighted that that player can join us today. So welcome to the show, Danny Sapsford. Thank you. Right. It's great to have you here. You, Danny, you've played in all of the Grand Slams. You've, you've beaten Tim Henman. You've beaten Greg Rosetsky. Where does County Week and the fact that you managed the 15 out of 15s rank on your list of achievements? Um, I'd say it's quite high. Um I think I think the fact that I managed to to win 15 at group one is a little bit even more special because I think as you go down the divisions quite often counties will have one or two strong pairs but the third pair isn't so good so you almost get a, a gimme match every day but at group one every match is highly competitive every team's very strong in depth um, so yeah I guess achieving 15 not just physically but mentally and emotionally it, it's a challenge it really is a tough challenge. Yeah, and, you know, were, were all of your 15 out of 15s, were they all in Division 1? Uh, they were, yeah, they were. Thank you. Which is amazing, isn't it? Really amazing. I mean, do you remember around that time, were there any, like, particular uh, doubles players, doubles combos that you came up against where you thought, God, this is a tough one? Who, who were the, who were the uh, rivals in those days? Um, I think back then, Surrey, I played for Surrey, um, and back then our biggest rivals were Hampshire and Kent, I think. 
Um, I think Hampshire had Chris Wilkinson and Lawrence Matthews, who I think achieved 15 out of 15 themselves one of the years. Um, so, um, so yeah, but counties, it, it, it tends to kind of ebb and flow. I think um, counties have a four or five year period where they're particularly strong and they rise all the way to group one. And then you'll find that all the players get a little bit older and there's no one backing them up and they'll drop back down again to division five or six. So it really is a bit of a roller coaster. But back then it was Hampshire and... Uh, and Yorkshire and Kent. Um, but then when I became captain, it was more Hertfordshire. So uh, things do change a little bit. Indeed, indeed. And I know with Derbyshire, when I go and support Derbyshire, you know, I really feel as if there's an amazing atmosphere. We really get in behind the team. We really get involved in the matches. Is that is the same with Surrey? Do you have a, a set, you know, a, a band of supporters who follow Surrey year after year? Uh, we get a few, um, I, and, and I know what you mean about Derbyshire. I think Derbyshire are fantastic in the fact that it's almost like the half of Derbyshire travel down the M1 to, to Eastbourne <laughs> and, and camp out and uh, and watch and support. And it is great. It's a great atmosphere, and, and because of that, because you do get the the kind of home home and away type fan support, which is quite nice. Um, but certainly, I built up a lot of friendships. It's lovely playing. Um, at County Week because tennis is such an individual sport you don't often get the chance to play in a team environment so that's something I certainly enjoyed um, and it's nice to just meet up with not necessarily pro players but friends that you played with throughout junior junior career and you've maybe lost touch with them and you bump into them again one week of the year and and everything kicks off as if you just just saw them yesterday you know so uh, it's nice to to meet old re rekindle old friendships and uh, make new new friendships for life. Brilliant. I love that. I love that statement about Derbyshire. I, I captain our under 10s uh, in County Cup this year. And uh, to hear some of the young players go, come on, Derby. It mm. reminded me of some of the rush some of the archers. It reminded me of like, come on, we're getting that next generation of County Cup followers going. Yeah, it's good. And, and are you saying that, though? It's, it's something I think is potentially, I think we're potentially losing it a little bit through most of the counties, whereby county week isn't such a priority for the youngsters growing up now and I think it's quite important that the the county associations the club coaches involved with with coaching players performance players I think it's quite important that they they almost instill that that kind of uh, loyalty and and what have you to the county because uh, at the moment when I found being captain was it was quite hard I found that county week was quite low on the list of priorities for some of the players Whereas when I was playing back in the day, it was almost like the first thing you put in your calendar behind Wimbledon. So uh, I think things are changing a little bit. And I think it'll be sad if, if, we lost, if we lost that kind of camaraderie and that team spirit and that loyalty to, to playing. It's such a good point. And I think, you know, if you play for your county in cricket, well, you're a professional, aren't you? you know, if, and, and to play for your county at an adult level is absolutely something to aspire to. And not everyone can go down the, the route of the pro ranks, but there are amazing tennis players out there. And for them, County Week is a chance to play incredible tennis at a really high level, particularly, as you say, at, at, at Division One. So, yeah, let, I, I don't know what the answer is, but let's hope that we can instill that passion for playing for your county. Exactly, exactly. I know, I know from being county captain, um, and I think maybe I was a little bit spoiled in that probably I had anywhere between six and a dozen players that were actually still playing full time. So they were pro players. So, so obviously their priority was with the ATP tour and their professional events. Um, so I found it hard to, 
to nominate a team because I was always constantly holding for players that might play if they lost in an event in Greece or they might fly back from America if they lost. Um, but it was very much a kind of a second priority. Um, I think other counties, and I'm not saying other counties are worse than Surrey, but let's say, for example, Derbyshire, um, as, as it's so close to your home, there's um, they've got a core of probably eight players that it's the first thing they put in their diary every year because they're not pro players. They either coach or they work in an office nine to five, 12 months of the year. And County Week is the Wimbledon for them. So uh, it is very much a priority for those players, which is great. Um, I just wish uh, my job as county captain for sorry was a bit easier. It's a good point, and it's uh, and it's the first date in the calendar for a lot of um, a lot of supporters, a lot of uh, the families involved. I know for my son Stanley, if you ask him what his best holiday was, well, it was in South Sea, where we I think we were Division Two that year. But South Sea, you know, incredible venue to go down and play, and an incredible tennis to watch. But they tend a lot of the venues are by the seaside. You have an amazing time. I mean. If, if you were to do an advert of, of why why players, why coaches, why counties, why everyone involved in the game in this country, if you were to do an advert and say, this is why you should get involved in County Week, what, what would you say? You know, How would you sum up why it's wow. a great event? No, that's a tough one. I, I think certainly from a social point of view, you'll make friends for life. So, so from that point of view, it's fantastic. Um, but even for aspiring young players, I think it's so beneficial to play 15 matches in a week against experienced grass court doubles players. Um, you'll learn so much about serve and volley and playing the percentages and playing the right shot at the right time and being able to compete when you're when you're feeling a little bit low, how to motivate yourself when when things are tough. Um, so I think it's so beneficial in so many ways. Um, and even, even for an aspiring pro, even for someone playing on the circuit, is very, very beneficial. So, uh, no, I'm definitely for it. And I think, you know, the friendships, absolutely. You know, the friendships that are forged are forged for life. Uh, and, but from a tennis point of view, I guess a lot of juniors play a lot of singles. The fact is it, it's doubles, you know, and, and it's 15 high quality doubles I mean you know doubles has we've seen a, a large number of our players uh, rise up the doubles rankings it's almost like it's a great place to learn how to play proper proper doubles isn't it no definitely um, I don't think it's a surprise that we've got one of the highest number of players inside the top 100 ATP on the doubles tour now because I think I think we've got some fantastic fantastic doubles players and I was listening to McEnroe just yesterday at Wimbledon he was talking about Denis um, Shapovalov um, or if that's how you say his name um, yeah, yeah. and he was saying he was saying how impressed he was how he's improving his his uh, returning game and his volleying game um, and McEnroe put it down to his his kind of willingness to play doubles on the tour and to and to combine the singles and the doubles, whereas most players now only play singles. Um, so I think it's important to, to your game, not just to improve as a doubles player, um, but being a better doubles player will certainly help you be a better singles player as well. Come on. And do you know, there's an amazing example of that. There's a, a lad we were celebrating because he made his Wimbledon juniors uh, boys singles debut yesterday, a lad called Will Nolan. And and Will, I believe, was due to go away with the under-18s to the European Championships. That's been postponed because of COVID. And, and he, you know, he's going to be there for Derbyshire. And that's going to be an amazing experience for him. He's won the under-18s uh, doubles, actually. Um, but to go on county week and to play, the, that's just going to help his development, isn't it? 
No, definitely. And I think Judy Murray says the same about both of the Murray boys. They grew up playing in a lot of club tennis um, in Scotland where they were playing against players that were 30, 40 years older than these guys. Um, very, very kind of uh, unique tennis players, slicing and, and, and serve and volleying and chip and charging. And it was up to Andy and Jamie to find ways to beat these guys. So I think it's a really good grounding. Um, so no, I would certainly... Uh, I would certainly promote and encourage any player that I was coaching to, to certainly take part if they have the opportunity because it's very beneficial for them. Oh, it's so great to hear. So great to hear. Now, are those 15 out of 15s that you managed, is there a particular year? I mean, I don't know how, how, how clear it is in your memory, but is there a particular year that you look back on and think, yeah, that was the one? Come on. <laughs> I don't remember too much about it, if I'm honest. Um, I know, I think we did 15 the first year I played, which was quite nice. So I was quite new to County Week, um, didn't really know what to expect. Um, so I came in very young and we were playing against a lot of older players. I remember playing David Lloyd one time. Um, and I think Middlesex had a few old, older players as well, Michael Appleton, who, who were very, very kind of experienced and good players. Um, and I think, if I'm not wrong, we won out of the 15 matches, I think we won 10 or 11 in three sets. So wow. by no means were any of those matches like gimmies and walkovers. We had to work hard for every one and dig deep. And we might even have saved match points in one of them as well. So probably <laughs> the first year was probably... Uh, the most fondly remembered. I think the second time I did it, it, it was a little bit more routine. I think we might have only had one three-setter and it was a little bit more straightforward. Um, but having said that, it's still tough, particularly the last match of the day when, uh, I don't know, maybe you played played two matches already and maybe your team have, have actually secured the win by tea time, maybe you're 5-1 up and then you still have to go back on and play a, play another match, even though it's a, in, in essence, it's a dead rubber. Um and for your team, it, it does feel like a dead rubber. You're potentially a little bit flat. But for your opponents who are trying to potentially stop a pair winning 15 out of 15, they're still <laughs> pretty fired up. So uh, so it's like playing Man United. You know, everyone everyone kind of raises their game and wants to beat you because they know that you're one of the top pairs there. So you never really do get an easy match. So, uh, but But no, certainly lots and lots of fond memories. Brilliant. I love the fact there were so many three-setters. There's a particular Derbyshire, the James Rushby and Chris Archer. I just know their matches are going to go to three sets. And the year that Derbyshire men won it in 2015, which will rank so highly in, you know, in anyone who was involved that year, I think they won 14 out of 15. And I dread to think how many were three-setters, but about the same amount as yours, I would think. Mm. Hey, and, and did you have a settled doubles partner for all of these achievements? Um, yeah, no, I did. Um, I definitely won the 15s with Jeff Hunter. Um, he was a fantastic player. Um, he probably, because I think I played a lot of county weeks, I probably played county week for 20 or 25 years even, and I think he's still going, so he's probably closer to 30 years. So, uh, But no, we were both, um, both very good juniors, very good players. Um, but the thing about Jeff, which made him, set him apart from a lot of other people, he was ultra competitive, um, fantastic mentally, would always be able to motivate himself and pick himself up. And we almost kind of fed off each other. If one of us was feeling a little bit flat, um, the other one would be there to give him a kick up the backside and to get him going again. So, uh, so no, we complimented each other pretty, pretty well. Brilliant. Does it, you know, you, you, you played, as you've just said, such a long time for Surrey as a player, all that commitment and, why did you decide to take on the captaincy role? Um, I, I guess it was just something that I didn't want to say it fell into my lap. I think I think captains come and go, and and I think 
our captain had, had retired after a long period of time. Um, there was no obvious choices and I was still playing at the time, but getting to the end of my playing career. Um, and someone mentioned, would I like to be playing captain for a while just to look after the team for that one year? Um, which I did and I quite enjoyed it um, and it just carried on really um, and and all throughout my kind of coaching coaching life I was um, when I did take on the captaincy I was coaching I think just privately at um, grassroots stroke beginner level so it was quite nice to to have a bit of variety and to mix in a little bit of competitive tennis at a high level um, rather than just have the the kind of same old kind of grassroots club coaching week in week out it's nice to have a bit of variety so so it made it uh, it made it quite special and again as a, as a captain it was something to look forward to because um, it just kept me in touch and up to date with what was going on in the world and, and like I say uh, I wasn't necessarily meeting old friends on the on the court but all of the supporters and all of the club captains were my friends so uh, it was nice to meet up with them as well. Come on how many years did you do in the end having taken it on for that one year? Oh, crikey. I'd say probably close to 15, I would have thought. So I probably played for about 20 and and then uh, and then captain for 15. Yeah, that'd be about right, 35. And then I started when I was about 17. So that'd be about right, yeah. Amazing service as a player, as a captain. I mean, as we look at County county Week, County Cup, something we're both very passionate about, is there, is there an innovation you think that could, could make, you know, improve its standing, make it a better event? Um, I, I really don't know. Um, my, my initial impression, my initial first thoughts would be say no, because it is very good at what it does. And it, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just, it for me, it's, it's pretty much perfect anyway. I think it mixes the social element with the competitiveness. Um, I think the way they play the matches is, is fantastic. I quite like the, the long three set matches. I don't like the idea of playing a short tie breaks for a third set. That's not, that's not so good for me. Um, so I do, uh, I do quite like the long matches, even though it makes the days very long. Um, but no, I, uh, I enjoy it just the way it is. So I guess if I had to make a suggestion to the LTI, I'd say uh, keep it as it is, I think. Do you know, it's such a good point. The first staging of the event, as I mentioned earlier, men, 1895, women, 1899. There's a possibility, you know, it is one of the oldest events on the on the, the tennis calendar. Mm. Um, you know, it, it should be celebrated for what it is and what it remains. And, and if anything, I just think anything we can do to get behind it, to up the profile, to get more people to realise what an amazing event it is there. You know, I, I don't think I can do it this year because of COVID, but I am determined to put a coach on to take Derbyshire juniors to support Derbyshire men and make them feel even more part of our family. I think it's celebrating more what we've got, isn't it? Mm, mm, no, that's right. It's, it, it is a very, very good event. Um, and, I, and I know uh, when I first started playing, we, we used to start at 10.30 and, and our days used to finish at seven or eight o'clock at night. Like they were really, really long days. Um, but some of the more experienced players within our team used to tell stories how they used to start after lunch. And they used to play a round of golf in the morning and start about one o'clock. And then they used to play through till like nine or 10 o'clock at night. So uh, um, I don't know how they did that because uh, the days were long enough for me um, and, and, and add on to that you know, three or four hours in the bar at the end of the evening as well. Um, it makes it quite a, a demanding week. So uh, putting in a round of golf every morning as well is, uh, is pretty extreme, I think. Come on. Come on. Now, I know we're focusing on County Week, but, but Danny, you know, you, you're a professional tennis player. You, you played every Grand Slam. 
Is there a tournament that you look back on and think, you know, that was me at my best? Um, that was me at my best. Pro probably not, you know. Um, I won. A, I won a few tournaments. I never really won tournaments at the highest level. Um, I always used to think that I was very good at beating people that weren't as good as me, you know. So I would never lose to people that I was better than, um, and that kind of that kind of led me to win tournaments at lower level at satellite and future level. Um, but I wasn't able to to just go lights out, firing winners all over the place and cause a huge upset at Wimbledon, for example. Yeah. Um, but, um, but no, I certainly favoured the, the faster surfaces, the indoor surfaces. Um, but there were, yeah, there were the odd moment. I think Wimbledon 99, I made the third round, um, obviously going through pre-qualifying and qualifying. Um, so I won quite a lot of matches that year and just just playing that number of matches in such a short space of time makes you makes you feel very, very confident. Um, but Was that county week training getting you ready for that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and in fact, I um, Joe Salisbury, who um, who was one of my players at Surrey, obviously Australian Open champion. He's won a couple of mixed doubles Grand Slam titles as well. Um, and he's firing it up this Wimbledon. Um, he posted a, a, a shot um, on Instagram a couple of days ago where he literally dived into the crowd, bent one round the net post and it caught the outside edge of the line. It was an unbelievable shot. Um, and my comment on his Instagram post was, this is a routine shot on day four at County Week, um, <laughs> which it is because by, by day four, you're seeing the ball so well, you're, you're playing so good and the rallies are so special um, because everyone is playing well. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, so yeah, right. I guess, I guess that did, did uh, kind of prepare me for a long run at Wimbledon, playing that number of many matches in short space of time. Love it. And 1999, third round of Wimbledon. Who, who did you play in the third round? Um, I lost to Sampras third round. Was it was that back page news when you were about to play Sampras in the third round at Wimbledon? Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was. Um, it was. I, I, I'd already decided I was quitting that year because I was I was up getting old. I was 30 years old. Um, I'd already spoken to Jeremy Bates in like the January or February and he'd offered me a job coaching at the LTA. Um, which I'd taken. So um, I, I said to him, I wanted, I wanted to play one more Wimbledon. So uh, I would start my role in the second week of Wimbledon with the junior event there. Um, so I remember playing Sampras on the Friday um, and I started working with the LTA on the Saturday, the very next day at the junior event. So I didn't have much time to kind of relax and enjoy my retirement. I was straight into work. Um, but no, it was a good experience. Um, I remember the weather being beautiful that day when I played Sampras, which was lovely because um, there were no roofs on the courts back then. So uh, it was nice to have a full house on court one um, and the British fans very, very supportive, obviously. Um, and it was nice to, to play a pretty decent match in my eyes because you always worry that you're going to play a shocking match and your last match of your career is going to be an absolute drubbing. Um, but I actually acquitted myself pretty nicely. And um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a drubbing though, was it? Because it wasn't it something like 6-3, 6-4 and then 7-5? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I lost 3-4 and 5. Um, and at the time, Sampras was the best player in the world. He was number one in the world. He, he was winning Wimbledon seven times on the trot. So um, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't a humiliation, that's for sure. What a way to go out, eh? What a way. I mean, and I think that wasn't it the final that Sampras beat Agassi 6-3, 6-4, 7-5. So you've managed to get the same score against Sampras that Agassi did. 
Exactly, exactly. So uh, maybe if I was in the opposite half, I'd have made the final. Who knows? <laughs> That's it. I must be such a buzz, though, you know, to, to, to go out that way and then start the next, the day, the next. I bet the children couldn't believe it the next day, could they? Like, whoa. Yeah, no, it, it definitely wasn't planned. I was expecting to, uh, I was expecting to have at least a couple of weeks off to, to relax and prepare for, for my work at the LTA. But no, it was a bit rushed, but it was nice. It was good. Come on. And uh, Danny, what are you up to tennis wise nowadays? Uh, I actually run a tennis charity now called Bright Ideas for Tennis. So um, we, we very much concentrate on, on grassroots, um, encouraging more people to play, um, just helping clubs raise funds to provide free coaching for the community. Um, and we also run a, a, a pretty big disability programme as well called I Play 30, where we've got about 30, 30 venues in the UK now receiving free tennis every week. So uh, so um, yeah, that's how I spend my time. It's uh, it's very enjoyable. Um, it has its moments, but um, but on the whole, it's uh, it's great. I really do like it. Amazing, and I think you know when I left my job, I was working working in the corporate world, and I left it because I want to get more people playing our wonderful sport. Is that what what drives you to to set up ideas for tennis? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think um, I'd, I'd run a couple of tennis holidays um, and they'd been very well received. Um, and a few of the people that came on the holiday um, actually approached me about trying to create the same sort of environment, the same sort of buzz that, that we did on a tennis holiday, but bring it back to the UK. So we came up with the idea of a, a kind of a travelling road show that would visit clubs around the country and it would enthuse the adults and it would inspire the kids um, all the coaches would be past or present Davis Cup players, um, and I did that for for a number of number of years, almost like as a, a kind of a sideline to the jobs that I was doing. Um, and again, that was very well received. So we tried to expand it, and I was fortunate to find a, a friend um, who I actually played a lot of tennis with at County Week. He was a he was a good County Week friend of mine. Um, I approached him about trying to find some some sponsorship for for what I wanted to do. Um, and he himself said that he would fund it as a as a charity. So um, so there another benefit of County Week. You meet lots of people that can help you later <laughs> in life as well. So uh, so no. And then from that moment on, we've been running now for eight years. Um, he's been funding me, fully funding me ever since. Um, and it's been going really, really well. We probably visited about 400 venues in the UK, which is about 25% of the venues in the UK. Probably coached about 10,000 people and raised about a million pounds for those clubs. So. Um, we're wow. certainly doing something right. Wow, amazing! And and I've got to ask you. I mean, it, you know, if firstly, I'll ask you from a selfish point of view: Have you been to Derbyshire? Have you been to any of our clubs? Um, I can't remember going to Derbyshire. I think I have. Um, I've been to so many now. Um, no, I'm pretty sure I've been to Derbyshire. Um, but we're open to anyone. So if anyone's listening and they want to get in touch, by by all means, come in touch. But um, my schedule is is chocker all, all the time, and I'm 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 almost on the verge of being full for next year already. So uh, wow. so it's um it's quite popular as it would be because it's um it's completely free of charge for the clubs. We don't charge them anything, and all the money they raise on the day they keep, um, and then they put that money towards what we call legacy coaching projects, which is providing free tennis for people within their community who wouldn't ordinarily get the chance. Um, and as a result of that free coaching, hopefully some of those people will carry on and, and join the club and join the coaching programmes. And that's how we hope to grow, grow from the bottom upwards. I mean, it just sounds absolutely brilliant. I mean, it, I'll make sure I put the, the links to the Bright Ideas uh, for Tennis uh, and, 
and and the other the initiatives you've got going on onto the 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 podcast so people can find it but you know if people wanted to find out about it is it is you've got a website and the like where should they head yeah no brightideasfortennis.org um anyone can get in touch with me at danny at brightideasfortennis.org as well um all the contact information's on the website so yeah now if anyone's interested then uh, please get in touch Come on. Now, Danny, I've got to ask you, will you be at County Week this this year? Um, I don't know whether I will be, actually. This is the first year where I haven't been a player or a captain, like I say, for about 35 years now. Um, if the weather's good, I may well drive down to Eastbourne for a day. Um, but um, but it's not in my diary at the moment, but I probably will. Um, but I certainly won't be staying for too long. I won't be staying for the whole week, I don't think. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it'll be sad to sad to miss it, and uh, might go and uh, support the team for for one more year. Come on, come on. Well, listen, it's been it's been so lovely to to talk to you about County Week and about your you know your amazing career too, and uh, and to hear about all the different charity initiatives that you've got going on. Um, one question we ask everyone to finish: um, if you could go for a drink with anyone alive or dead, who would it be and why? <laughs> Um, I, I have absolutely no idea. It, it's funny. I don't. Uh, I don't really have too many idols. I'm. I'm not really interested in a huge amount of stuff. I don't think. Um, oh crikey. Um, oh my goodness me. The only thing I can think of that I'm remotely semi half interested in. If ever I read a book on holiday, it's always something to do with the SAS or something like crime or or real life drama. So maybe. Uh, Maybe someone who's been in the SAS who could tell me a few stories about that. I'd be quite interested in that. But but other than that, um, I'm quite happy with my own company, I'm afraid. I'm used to travelling on the tour, being alone quite a lot and uh, quite enjoying like hearing my, my hotel room door close at night and I'm by myself and I can just relax and switch off. So uh, uh, it sounds terrible, but maybe I'll have a drink by myself in the corner. How's that? <laughs> Come on, come on. Hey, well, listen, honestly, thank you so much for your time. Um, I really hope that, uh, you know, people people hearing this will be inspired to go to County County Cup, County Week, if not this year, then uh, to support the county on another occasion. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much, Danny. No problem.